Welcome to the Law of Living Well podcast with your hosts, Allie and Jess. Sit back, grab your wine or coffee. We don't judge. And join our conversation on the lessons, laughs, and real life moments from an 18-year friendship. You ready? All right. And we're back again for another episode of the Law of Living Well. And more importantly, Allie's back. So if you've been following along to our recent episodes or in our Instagram, you can see that Allie's been very busy, but I think um, we all need an update. So Allie, what the heck has been going on? So if you didn't listen to our first official Friday's unedited episode that came out this past Friday, absolutely go back and listen to that. But if you didn't have a chance to listen, I will forgive you. Um, I am moving out of my parents' house finally after a year, a little over a year of getting Frank's house situation figured out, meaning we needed to get a CO and all of these other things. We are officially in the clear. We actually got our COs today, which is required to live in any house, apartment, dwelling, structure, whatever you want to call it. Hopefully within the next two weeks, we will officially be moved in. And I honestly couldn't be more excited. This has been like the most, like I was telling you today, Jess, I've been like there, but not fully there for like the past couple of months. Cause I've just been so stressed about this house and getting it figured out. But I can't wait to maybe even do some podcast episodes there. Um, I'll set up a little spot for us. We should do our first video one there. <gasps> yes. Wait. So we have this little awkward room that we don't know what we want to do with it yet. Oh, and thanks. I'm yeah. Thinking... Okay. I say podcast <laughs> and you think awkward room. <laughs> no, no, no. Not like, I just mean there's a room that we don't know what its purpose should be yet. Oh, okay, okay. And so I told Frank, I would like to take it over and make it like an office podcast, like fashion room where we could put like ah. cute clothes. We could podcast in there. Like it could be like a workspace. So this is just solidified that. So that's what we're doing. <laughs> okay. Love it. Love Our it. new podcast studio. Love it. So how was your week? My week? Well, I mean, it is only the beginning, which is crazy because God, I could, I think I'm like a broken record with saying that weeks go by quickly, but I've been thriving in my like creative realm. Just, I, I don't know. I have like a lot of visions for what I want in the future. I'm loving the spring weather, which we talk about again, like every episode, but, um, work is like kind of calming down a little bit. I had a busy season going on. So now I'm tapping into the course I've been taking and just like everything with my think well by Jess page and podcasting and just looking forward to summer but it's been kind of like the relaxation I need just kind of like that recharge of creative energy so we're here for it I love that um and now is I feel like we do talk about spring every time but now is truly that creative season though where you're hoping for good weather, things are changing at work. Um, and more specifically, like today, we're going to be talking about fashion post Coachella, where we get our fashion inspo, what types of trends we're loving, what we're not loving, and what types of outfits we're looking forward to trying out this spring and summer based on today's trends, uh, maybe bringing back some old trends. So I feel like this is the perfect time to 
embrace creativity in all aspects of our lives, honestly. Um, I personally love fashion and putting together different types of outfits, which some of my friends say I may go rogue on sometimes. <laughs> like sometimes I'll show up in things and they're like, oh, cool. Um, but also I like just getting inspiration from different places and feeling confident in what I'm putting on, whether it's a very basic matching set with a new pair of sneakers, or it's rhinestone cowgirl boots and a floral dress that I've been eyeing down for weeks. Um, so hopefully after this episode, you get a little bit of inspiration on some new outfits. Jess, I'm excited to learn about your Shein fashion shopping tips. Cause I always struggle there. I um, love it. I love it. And yeah, so I'm very excited about this episode and I can't wait to see um, some of the new trends that are out there and, you know, what your thoughts are on them. Yeah, I would not say that fashion is like my strong suit, but it's kind of interesting because when you hear fashion, you'll have people who will say, like, talk about the trends, right? So like there's trendsetters, which I think, Ali, you're a trendsetter. Like you, in terms of like, you want to be on top of things and creative and all that stuff. But I think like fashion in general too, is just a really cool way to express yourself at the end of the day, whether that's, you know, I'll talk about in this episode, like I love to thrift and I feel like I love the story behind like, I don't know, something I'm like bringing a bag back to life or like whatever it is. And I feel like it's in terms of, you know, when we bring it back to the whole picture of just like, that creative spring energy, it's just nice. Like it, and you said the word confidence, but that's exactly what I was thinking that, especially with me working from home, when I do have a plan, it's kind of nice because it's like the whole idea of getting ready and picking out an outfit and getting creative about like from head to toe, what do my nails look like? I put a lot more effort into that. And I feel like it gives me like a really good boost inside. So there's so much more to it. And I know that We'll be talking about that today, but I'm excited. It'll be a fun episode for sure. You know what they say, look good, feel good. It doesn't matter like what you're wearing or where you're getting your inspo from or where you're buying your clothes from for that matter. Um, But as long as you feel confident and you feel good in your own skin with whatever you're wearing, regardless of whether it's trending or if a trend, you know, doesn't suit your vibe or your body type, as long as you like what you're wearing, that's all that matters. All right. Is it time for Is It Written in the Stars? Let's kick us off. Uh, Should I read yours first or do you want to read mine first? I want you to read mine first. Let's switch it up. Okay. So all hail the muse. After an introverted few weeks of hosting outgoing Mercury in your domestic sector, you're more than ready to come out of hiding and get your playful, creative groove back. So you'll appreciate what's coming this Friday, April 29th, when the messenger planet wings into Gemini and your passionate and exuberant fifth house until May 22nd. This is a time to make art for art's sake and dance like everyone's watching because they will be. <laughs> Wait, that is so weird because I did not read that previously. And absolutely, I feel like the like the creativity, I, I mean, I just said it, right? Like I'm getting, it says like creative groove back and that's definitely what it feels like in this season of life. 
also what's kind of funny is um the thing about gemini like cj is a gemini so i wonder if that has anything to do with this weekend um and that the date may 22nd is the day i leave for san diego so i guess until then i'm in this like creative spirit and I will take it and I definitely I mean how could I say it's not written in the stars when I opened today's episode like I did there you go so you would say it's written in the stars this week for sure yes all right all right Virgo (laughs) early this week hand the wheel to your free-spirited side you may not have quite so much wiggle room for adventure starting Friday April 29th when your ruling planet Mercury wings into Gemini and your 10th house of career ambition until May 22nd. Life could get hectic fast as tantalizing professional opportunities draw you back into business mode and out of that well-worn sweatsuit that's been in heavy rotation this spring. Success is the theme of this cycle and with social Mercury at the helm, it really is about who you know. This is an interesting one. I feel like with respect to the part where it says tantalizing professional opportunities and sweatsuits and all of that, I would say I still am very well dressed when I do go into the office. I was going to say you're definitely not wearing (laughs) sweatsuits all the time. So that part is not written in the stars, but work has really been ramping up lately. The last two weeks have been super hectic and super busy, but in a good way, not in an overwhelming way yet, at least Um, I've been able to somehow manage it reasonably and I'm enjoying what I'm doing. So I think that helps, but I would say it's half written in the stars. Okay. Well, listen, you know, can't all uh, knock them out of the park every time, but I think what made me think of it as um, I was reading through that is the idea that you might not have some so much like wiggle room or adventure starting Friday. Like, and I know that you said you guys are going to try to move in soon. So I wonder if it like has anything to do with that too, that not so much your career professionalism, but like you and Frank are taking, you know, this step where you're going to be focused on like building your home literally. Oh yeah. That's a good point. Cause we are planning like this week, after we're actually planning to go tonight um, and open our bottle of champagne that I bought the day he closed. I, he called me that they closed. uh, Everything went well. I went after work to the liquor store, bought a bottle of really nice champagne, brought it over to the house. And I said, once we get our COs, we're going to pop this champagne and start the new chapter. And so we joke that it's our vintage champagne because We've now had it for over a year. Um, so we're going there tonight to officially pop our champagne since we got the COs. And then this weekend we'll be there like the whole time, like putting our furniture in. So very excited about that. All right. Well, I'm speaking on behalf of all of our Instagram followers that we want to see that on the story. Thanks. Oh, absolutely. Without a doubt. Oh, that's exciting. I'm oh. I can say I'm excited for you like a thousand times, but there's just so much good happening. And wow, this is like really uh, turning into a feel good podcast. I'm here. It honestly is, except for the stress of which kind of brings us into today's episode. I am currently and every night this week going through all of my clothes and (laughs) determining what is 
coming with me, what my parents are going to let me keep here. So I'm trying to go by season and I'm starting to pull out all of like transitioning from getting the remainder of my sweaters out of my closet and refilling all of my spring dresses and my sandals and things like that. So I'm starting to kind of define what I want my spring and summer fashion to be, because that's the only things that I'm bringing to the house. So I'm trying to be very careful with what I select and looking for a ton of inspiration lately with what I want to bring. I love it. And is it weird that I just, I've never done that. Like I've never separated out. My mom was actually just talking about this weekend, how she had to bring all her summer stuff. And I'm like, I don't know. I just never did that. Even when I had no space, like, I guess the only time I would, would be in college, like obviously bring all your winter stuff, like during those semesters and things, but yeah, I've never really done that. And I like the idea of it though. It's kind of making me feel like I should like, when I walk into my closet right now, what I see is like sweaters and sweatshirts because that's what I normally go to, but kind of like rearranging that a bit. Cause I couldn't even tell you what I have for this spring yet. Well, you've always had regard. Well, besides when you were in the beach bungalow, you've always oh, managed yeah. to have like a decent size closet, but even the, in the beach bungalow, you have the spare bedroom closet. So you've yeah. really always been able to kind of put all of your clothes in there. Whereas I don't know. I feel like I've never really had a large closet. Like now I have on one side, it's all of my long dresses and jackets on the other side. The bottom is just all work stuff, which will all come with me. And then the top is where I alternate. So it's either sweaters or it's, uh, rompers and spring type of dresses. That is. So the one thing I've observed in our like years of friendship, it is weird because you are, Okay, here's the million thoughts going through my head right now. You are always on top of trends and you're super fashionable, but you Thank don't, you. you haven't really had a big closet, but I almost feel like maybe that's better because I only wear the same things all the time because I can't find, like, it's too deep. Like my closet's too deep that like everything's so smushed together and I keep so many things that I can't even see half my shirts I own. So I wonder if like having a smaller closet where you can like visibly see all the time, like what you have in there and that like actually is better. Sorry, I was just letting my cat in. He was crying at my door. <laughs> Milo, is it Milo? Yeah, it's Milo. Um, he wanted to come in and say how fashionable his mom is. No, but um, I completely agree. I think it is helpful in the sense that like I open my closet and I'm like, these are all my dresses. I'm going to pick one of them instead of having to shuffle through and be like, Oh, where's my dresses? What would you say? Like when you're going in your closet, you have all of your clothes in there every season. What is your go-to outfit, you know, on a day-to-day basis? Like what is your general style vibe that you go for comfort um, you know, edgy, girly, what would you say like your overall style is? Okay, well, don't judge me, but I've no judging here. been like a very simple girl and I'm using that to like sum it up because lately I've been branching out a little bit more, but overall I've never been the one to like push a trend. Like I, I question myself, like I would literally just saw these lime green like you know the square toed like kitten heels yes okay 
I want them so bad. And I, they're on Sheen, of course, we'll get to that. But I um, saw them and I'm like, oh my God, I need them. But then in the back of my head, I'm thinking like, but what would I actually wear these to that I wouldn't? Cause I feel like people would call me out and I don't know why I have that fear, but anyway. So simple is like where my mind tends to go. So working from home, my typical outfit is, okay, it's embarrassing, but I'm still on the like legging, like sports workout on the bottom look and my like fuzzy slippers. And then on the top, I do like, I act as if like the top part of me is like leaving the house. That's a day if I like am not leaving the apartment or like I'm just staying around here and like going for a run and walks in between. And I will do like on the top, I look for like, mainly it's sweaters because I'm always cold. Um, But I like do some layering. I do a lot of like cardigans or I've been loving lately to find um, these just like the light spring jackets that kind of change up your look and it makes the look for you, even if it's like a basic tee on the bottom, but like you can just throw that on. And I like having the layers. Yeah. And I like about the layers. Yeah, definitely. And always, always layers, but I like it for a day where I'm just like, I'm hanging out, but I know I have like four really long zoom calls. So on the calls, I'll like, you know, throw it on and have like something more to my look. But then if I'm like, you know, taking the dogs for a walk, I could throw it off. And then I try to pair that with like, I always try to do my hair, whether it's, I mean, the slick back bun look, thank God for whoever started that trend, because I'm like, perfect. I can make my sweaty look apparently like chic. Um, but I like try to like, I pair my outfit top with my hair. So I dress up my shirt more. Like I'll wear like a, like not a blouse, like an old lady blouse, but like something (laughs) more to like my shirt on the top or like a color or something like that. If my hair is going to be slicked back or up. And then if I do my hair down, I do something more plain. Like, I don't know why, but that's where my mind goes. So I always do opposite with that if it's work. And then I would say for, I mean, obviously for like (laughs) working out or like at night, um, CJ and I are constantly going for walks now. And so like, I don't really go anywhere. So that is a ton of athleisure, which is ranges from like, I've I've been stocking up on joggers, like nobody's business. Um, And like, obviously like just workout clothes and whatever and like zip ups and like just I've been trying to get like cuter athleisure and then if it's like a coffee shop day and I'm like going all out I always do just like a pair of like mom jeans um I'm wearing my converse like crazy lately I really need to like switch that up but I just love them the platform like white leather ones I just they go with everything a sneaker is so in right now like even I went out the other night in the city and I wore my um what are they my Sam Smith Adidas and every single girl there was wearing a pair of sneakers. I was like, all right, if this is the new trend, I am absolutely here for this because if I don't have to wear heels running around when I'm out somewhere, like sign me up. The sneaker thing is definitely in, and I have like a controversial opinion on it. I do not like the, like what I'm referring to as like the eighties dad sneakers Oh no, I call them dino stompers. I hate them. And I, I, this is no hate to anyone who wears them, but I hate the look. I really hate it. And I feel like people have such cute outfits and then I get to the bottom and I'm like, ah, why'd you ruin it? Like, I don't know. 
I, I know that's an unpopular opinion and it's probably also because I'm not like walking the streets. I feel like once you see it a lot and you're exposed to it a lot, I mean, we all wore Uggs literally all the time and thought that was cute because we were exposed to it. So I think that the sneaker look, I'm like controversial, but like sneakers in general, yes. Like I love like the cute like Adidas or like anything like that. I'm a big Vans girl, like love a slip on. Um, but yeah, my looks are very, very simple and basic. And I, but then I pair that with like, if I'm going to go out, like that's where I'm on Sheen getting like outfits or like travel. I have, I'll like go all out. I want to wear dresses. I want to wear skirts. I want to pair things. I want to look cute. Like that's where I kind of pull it all out and want to be more like put together looking, which seems like it makes sense, obviously, but there's not really much of an in-between for me with my lifestyle right now. I feel like I can agree to that though, because I'm either, I say to my mom all the time, I'm like, I have nothing to wear. And she's like, Alexandra, your whole room is filled with clothes. And I'm like, well, I have work clothes. And then I have dress up nice going out for dinner and drinks clothes. And then really nothing in between, like going out stuff or casual day stuff. I don't really have much of that. So I'm either underdressed or overdressed. Like I would say a majority of the time, unless I've put a lot of thought into an event that I'm like planning on going to. Um, but I've definitely been trying to take at least some spring and summer in so I'm trying to switch it up a little bit. My style, get a little more edgy again. Yeah. Um, and mix like the casual and more not formal, but like a casual outfit with like some nicer going out on the town elements to it, I guess. Yeah. And I feel like the number one place for that is Coachella right now. Like literally I cannot go on Instagram or TikTok or anything without seeing posts about Coachella. Like you, you can't avoid it. Like, wait, literally this girl had posted on her story, um, like a poll. It was like, do I, I mean, it's someone who like posts a lot and she's like, okay, so not going to Coachella. Should I just like meet my account for the weekend? Because no <laughs> one's going to want to see anything like that I'm doing, but yeah. Oh my God. I've been seeing all of that too. And so first off, what are like, oh my God, I have so many questions. We'll start, I guess though, with asking who looks to you stood out the most? So mine are kind of random and all over the place. So the first one is Lauren Geraldo. I think her last name's Geraldo. Um, but she is an influencer. She's was big on YouTube a couple of years ago. That's how she started her following. And I ended up finding her on TikTok. Now I follow her on Instagram, TikTok, all of that. Um, but she is a fashion icon. She lived in LA for a while, moved to Scottsdale, Arizona, and she still lives there today, but she has like style, different types of stylists come out to her house and style her for events. She's not super famous or anything. She just loves fashion and wearing all these super cool outfits. So she actually for Coachella put out her lookbook which I think is super relatable. Like she posted all of the potential outfits with the hair that her stylist suggested and kind of was like, Hey, 
What vibes are we thinking? So it kind of excited me to see what is she actually going to wear to Coachella? Is she going to change any of them? Um, and she absolutely killed it because obviously Coachella is like a different type of influencer fashion, right? Yeah. They're not just wearing their basic revolve outfits. They're styling it in all these cool ways with hairstyles and glitter and beads and all the super cool stuff. Um, so Lauren is definitely my number one, like fun outfit inspiration. My second who I love watching her page around Coachella time is Raquel Levis from Vanderpump rules. Wait, I have a question for you on her. Yes. Don't you think it's a little like I, okay. So you remember the proposal, right? Yes. Was like Rachella or whatever they were calling it. Yeah. Like he made like he made Coachella was canceled because of COVID and they like made a Coachella for her because it was like her thing with James, whatever. So like, there's got to be some sort of weird sentiment now that they're not together. Like that. I literally thought that when I saw her picture, because it was her with Sheena and a couple, like Katie Maloney went like a couple of the cast members. And I was like, wait, it has got to be weird for Raquel to be there. And I just saw on Instagram, I didn't click on the article, so it's probably fake. I don't know what source it was. Like if it was E or one of the random gossip ones, but they said that, Tom Schwartz was addressing kissing Raquel at Coachella. Interesting. Cause she posted a weird, like very coupley looking selfie with Sandoval. Very odd, but overall, whatever, whoever she's, you know, flirting with whatever she's up to these days, her fashion is the boho Coachella queen. And I feel like she has kind of narrowed in on that specific area of fashion. Like every year she's gone, she's always done that boho vibe, the hats, the long Mac flowy maxi dress. And I just absolutely love that. Was she going for like Bo Peep vibes you feel? Because that's what I was getting. I mean, yeah, sometimes she takes the, cause I feel like she has a very doe eyed face, like a very innocent oh face and sometimes when she tries to do these super sweet girly feminine looks they make her look super young or like maybe Bo Peep vibes yeah like she doesn't have that like sexy element to pull them off and be like yes I'm rocking this it's almost sometimes she looks young in them but I like the clothes themselves I do too and I'm now thinking about it too if she was like you know, she, if you go like, do you actually, this is a good question for us to talk about, but do you feel like you dress more like freely when you're going somewhere with Frank versus like, if you know, he's not going to be there and you're with like a whole bunch of girls who like are single or possibly might draw attention? No, I feel like I dress more fun when I'm not with Frank. Interesting. See, I like get afraid to not like I push any boundaries as it is, but like my point was going to be that what if, you know, Raquel was like used to not really getting attention because she was with James and she's like kind of always been like that on the show. Like she likes attention to a certain extent, but like more so behind the camera. And I wonder if she like went for a look like that too, because she wanted to be like, nah, don't come near me. That's true. Yeah. I feel like, I guess it depends where I'm going, but like 
Frank is more so like he could care less what I'm wearing. Like he couldn't have a preference. So I almost like to experiment more when he's not there because I have my girlfriends like amping me up. They're like, oh my gosh, I love that outfit. It fits the vibe. Whereas Frank doesn't necessarily like appreciate the effort that goes into my good outfits. So I kind of like save them for when I'm not with him. (laughs) Yeah, literally sometimes I leave the house and CJ's like, wait, why do you like do your hair and like get dressed up when you go to like brunch with your friends? He's like, you look very pretty. I'm like, well, thank you. And it's because you wouldn't appreciate any of this. So why would I waste the effort? Exactly. We have to save it. Um, But yeah, so I say those would be my style icons. And then Shay Mitchell too has really good Coachella looks. I don't think she went this year. Um, Is she pregnant? She is. (laughs) So that's probably why. But she typically embraces all the different Coachella looks. Like you have the um the rave girl who's looking like she's going to you know an EDM festival (laughs) you have the edgy girl who Shay Mitchell encompasses this perfectly like some combat boots a choker maybe some chains like something a little more intense you have the boho queens like Raquel Mm -hmm. and then you have the girls I guess there's two more you have the influencers who are wearing like whatever's trending at the moment like a knit two-piece set a mesh something with sparkles um and then you have the chill girl like this is just my everyday I'm just wearing a nice comfy two-piece lounge set with some sneakers because I'm going to be standing all day and I feel like Shay kind of encompasses a lot of them when she usually does her looks which that I can appreciate yeah that's so funny that you say that because my like two of the people that I was like yes like all over couldn't be more opposite from one another but like are the examples you just said so the first do you follow um Emma I think it's Ledger or Leaguer I don't really know Uh, no I don't think so okay you should honestly because she's just like she's one of those influencers that she has built her career on Instagram and she thrives and it's almost a little bit like she has vlogs And she'll vlog these like influencer trips. And at first I was like, wow, like this is really real life. Like she walks into a yacht and like there is clothing and brand new outfits laid out for her to wear. Like it's just very, and she goes, yeah, but like it actually is goals because she's like, like she literally went to a Louis Vuitton. Oh, geez. I just knocked down a candle as I'm talking. Oh no. Uh, She just, she went to like a Louis Vuitton event like the day before Coachella and like she has major major brands that are work like sending her clothing and stuff and she is she thrives and she's so good and natural but she's not like like she's like cute like she's like relatable when she talks but anyway so I followed her recently and I was like watching her vlogs around the Coachella thing because I wanted to see like what it was like when an influencer went but she had really, really good looks. But one of them was like, you literally said sparkly chains or whatever, but it was like, it almost looked like she wore like a black, like a bandeau and like thong, like bathing suit. And because she can like, my God. And then it was like a cover up. Imagine, I don't even know how to explain it. I'm gonna have to, we're gonna have to post these pictures, but it was like a rhinestone like cover up. Now the dogs are parking. Hold on. Bentley? Can you stop? Oh my God. Oh, and there's Ben. <laughs> I'm just going to need to wait till they stop and then cut this out. Bentley! 
Please stop. Christ. Bentley. Milo's just unfazed. So they're like, I think he's coming home right? every five seconds. Bentley. It's okay. No one's here. Okay. Anyway. So she wore this. It almost looked like it was like a beach cover up, but it was like see-through and these like rhinestone patterns which I'm sure is some sort of a designer that I couldn't even tell you and now that I'm looking at it it actually kind of looks like butterflies but anyway she and she just had her hair back in a ponytail sunglasses and combat boots and like it just was like it was stunning but like effortlessly cool yeah and I was just like okay and then um so she was like on that influencer train And then there was, so there's an account I follow. I love them. Um, It's called Sweat and Tell. And it's two girls, Joe and Jax. And Joe went and she literally got on her story and she's like, hey, so I always do Coachella like weekend two. I'm always a weekend two girl. And like, I'm going, I think it was like days before. She's like, yeah, um, some of you are asking about my outfit. I don't know what I'm wearing. Like, I'm just gonna find something and I'm gonna go and have a good time. And her outfit was super cute, but like, I loved that. Like, I loved that she was getting up and saying like, nope, didn't plan my outfit. And she, her hair, like she did like the cute little, like two ponytails on top type thing. And she just looked like so good, but like was comfortable. And I was like, I admired that, like just as much as I admire the like perfectly curated looks. Oh, absolutely. You have to kind of mix it up and pick and choose like, either what you're feeling that day or, you know, where it, depending on where you're going. Like sometimes I find it fun when you're going, like Coachella is a great example. You're going to an event where, you know, there's a particular like standard for fashion or what you should be wearing. And you specifically wear something that doesn't fit with the vibe. And it just makes you stand out so much more, not saying go in sweatpants to a five-star restaurant, but wearing something that's a completely different vibe to an event gives you almost a sense of confidence that you're different than everybody else that's there. And I feel like dressing cool and casual to Coachella is a testament to that. Yeah. And honestly, that's when trends start is when the one person, like every trend started that way. Like somebody wore a square looking lime green heel at one point and everyone looked at them and was like, what the hell are you wearing? And it became now that everyone needs this like lime green color when I feel like the neutral vibe was like taking over for so long. Just saying shout out to Chelsea. Chelsea had a housewarming party at her apartment one year and I showed up. When did, when was that? I don't know. It was a long time ago. I'm going to estimate maybe it was before we went to LA the first time. Oh, wow. So that was like 2018, 2019 type of time. Yeah. So I was shopping on Aldo shoes website and they had a bunch of fun colored shoes on sale. So I got a bunch of different kinds. I go to Chelsea's. I'm wearing light ripped jeans with a white bodysuit and these lime green sandal heels. Yeah. You had the look. Oh my God. I no, 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 not according to Chelsea. I take my shoes off and leave them in her room because we're in her apartment. I'm wearing heels. It's unnecessary. I go in there and she's trying to throw them out the window. Oh, and I'm like, what? And she's like, um, the 2000s called and they want their shoes back. And look at us now. God. Wow. (laughs) 
what a I didn't expect this to go in that direction I'm so sorry Chels but like do you feel bad now because miss the trend (laughs) I'm actually wearing them in the Instagram poll that we did on our feed in my LA outfit it's those lime green sandal heels they're not like aggressively like neon green they're that perfect lime green and because it's so feel it's like less aggressive like it's it's not as I don't know but yeah wow so but you did you had it first because that look was I mean that's like what's I'm seeing everyone in and I how do you feel about bodysuits do you think bodysuits will continue because I kind of feel like that's also fading away I don't know no so actually that is one of my go-to outfits I've been loving the Abercrombie I think it's the 90s vintage jean or the 90s mom jean or something like that it's the super high-waisted it's straight throughout the leg and it's almost a little bit longer. And I feel like it makes me look taller at least because it's super high-waisted and the pants are long. So I have to wear heels with them. Um, But my go-to has been those jeans. I have three of them, a plain bodysuit, my hair slicked back or in a pony and a light, uh, simple, either a comfy sandal heel or a kitten heel or something like that. So I hope bodysuits don't go out because I'm, I stay wearing them. No, I love when you do that too. And I have like, so currently as we speak, I am trying to do my like sheen order that I always do. So I go on sheen, which if you don't know, is like the cheapest like website ever, but I like to test my fashion before I buy it. So what I've done is like any trip I go on or whatever, when I want like a look, but I'm like, Oh, I have no idea if I'm going to like this. I do big orders and then they do free shipping or free returns. So I order like anything I think could possibly look good. And then I do a whole fashion show and then I end up keeping like maybe what, I don't know, 10 items out of like literally like a hundred. Not really. That's dramatic. You always but- luck out though. Like your pe- the pieces that you get look good on you. I always end up getting like the cheap stuff that looks like it's from Shein. Your stuff looks like good quality. Yeah. But you haven't seen the throwaways because that's why. And the thing is you have to be committed to returning. Like you have to know and have that commitment. It can't be something where it sits in the back of your car and you're like, Oh, I really got to return that. Cause I think about it like, Oh, that's hundreds of dollars that is about to go back on my account. Like need to do that. So they send the label, whatever. And I have my post office, like I've done this a few times and I'm excited because I'm about to do it for spring, but I'm doing exactly that where I'm going to get like a ton of clean bodysuits, And then I'm going to get like colorful, flashy things. I want to try new jean styles. Um, like all I have, like the like dress vibe for me is always a thing. So I always try to opt for that because I don't like picking out an outfit in the spring and summer when I can put on a dress that's the whole outfit unless I couldn't I'm agree like, more yeah like unless I'm going somewhere but like also my life in the summer slash spring is very like you know working from home in a dress is awesome you can walk outside but like also when our pool opens up here and when I'm going to go to the beach like I love to be able to put the dress on and like feel like I've, I'm dressed and I can go somewhere, but not like, you know, you're not gonna wear, I don't know, jean shorts to the beach, at least I don't. So I'm like super excited to build up my cart, but I've so, I have like 
way too much in there right now but I'm it like makes me excited because that's the only way I'll try new things like if I go in to a store I get so discouraged by like the thought of spending like 50 bucks on a pair of shoes that I might never wear that's true I feel like if there's certain like trendy things even like sunglasses or bags I'm going to Amazon or I'm going to Shein and like that's that's just what we're doing just added like I want to say 10 pairs of sunglasses for all different types of events throughout the summer and the boot, especially because I have lost too many pairs of glasses. And when we were in Brooklyn, I dropped my freaking Ray-Bans and cracked them. And I'm so done with like, I've also helped you look for Ray-Bans on the beach before. So yeah. So that's the thing. I can have nice things when I need them. And like, I like to have the polarized sunglasses when I'm driving or whatever, but if we're going on the boat for a day, or if I'm going somewhere where like, I know I'm going to take off the glasses at some point, throw them in a purse and not find them again. I would rather like test out the styles. So I feel like the sunglasses is what's so fun about the spring too. Cause you can kind of like make an outfit with it. So I have like everything from like Kardashians to like the little, like, I don't even know, 80s looking type styles and they're two to $3 on Sheen. So like, come on, there's no loss. I love it. No, you literally can't go wrong. Um, Okay, so you're buying dresses to complete the outfit. You're buying new different types of jean styles, biker shorts to wear with t-shirts. Where are you getting your inspo to do your giant Shein hauls or your thrifting hauls or wherever you may get your clothes? Where do you look for your inspo, whether it's for the season or just in general? Like what's your go-to? So my best inspiration has come from like actually visiting places. So when we went to Europe in November, when I came back, the one like common, it's crazy because you do see like people will wear things that are very similar to one another. But when we were in Paris, of course, I'm looking around like, because I'm like, this is where I'm going to pick up like new fashion and stuff like that. Um, But the girls, like, you know, we were there during the week. So they must've been either going to work or school or whatever. Almost every single girl looked so put together and so chic and so Parisian, but they were all just wearing like black tights, loafers, or honestly, a lot of them had like platform converse or like boots and a skirt of some sort or a dress that was like neutral colored, like dark. And then the, the long, like, um, the coats like I have, and I can't, I don't know how to. Explain. Yes. You literally encompass Parisian fashion so well. Like when you came I back like from Paris, you all of it. Killed yeah. it. well, that's what I'm saying though. Is like, I came back and I was like, okay, great. I am going to recreate these things. It's not like, it's hard. Like I don't need the designer stockings with like a logo all over them, but it's really easy to recreate those as if you like see it. But if you told me that before I went, I would have been like, oh, that's, I don't know. I feel like that's, I don't really need to wear that. So I think seeing like my biggest inspiration is when I see someone who's confident embodying what they're wearing. And then it makes me want to like have that same confidence. But then I also will see things all over. I'm a huge Pinterest girl. So I have boards for everything, but like I do it for when I travel, um, which we talked about, but in the travel episode, but I also really like pinning outfits that again, I feel like I'd never wear, but then I start to like, you know, the algorithm hits you and you start to see more and more of it. And then I convince myself like, okay, I obviously like this. So like, why not just try it? 
So I've been doing that a lot. And other than that, this is going to sound a little strange, but I actually like, because the nineties are coming back and like, I mean, they are back. I look at like legit like shows and stuff, but also like pictures of like celebrities for, and like from the nineties, like not like trying to redo it, but like my mom, I was looking at old pictures and she was like, had all these outfits and things. And I'm like, oh my God, I could find these things so easily. And that's where I go for my love of like thrifting because I like finding things that feel more authentic and not like the sheen version of like a 90s thing. Oh, I love that idea. You're getting like the genuine, what they would actually wear instead of being yeah. like, oh, here's like the, you know, 90s recreation three times over from, you know, wherever. I absolutely love that. I also love saving outfits on Instagram. I use the same yeah. thing yeah. all the time. And I'll search tags like hashtag revolve or hashtag different like places that I like or that I know different influencers that I follow use. And I'll just go through the tags all day and save outfits. But I'm also a huge Pinterest girl. And whenever I go to the city, like I'll literally write in my notes like leggings, this type of top, this type of coat, these sneakers and these socks. And I'll just recreate the outfit with what I have at home. Yeah, you're so good at like, can you like talk about that a little bit too about how do you curate outfits? Because as long as I've known you, what you'll do is like, you'll see something, but I think you, it's like me, I look at one image and I try to recreate it. But like, I think you are good at seeing multiple different facets and knowing that they'll go good together and like kind of pulling the look together that way. So like, how do you do that? Like, teach me. I love mixing different elements. So whether it's putting together an outfit, like say I like the leather pants look, whether it's a leather jogger, leather legging, or, you know, a straight leg leather pant, I'll just search everywhere on Instagram. Or if I've seen someone post it, I'll go to their page and I'll be like, how did they style the leather pant? And I'll take one clothing item that I really like, and I'll make the outfit around that. So like, that's my one tip is picking an actual or like a jacket, like a utility jacket or a puffer jacket and just searching that on Instagram or on Pinterest, seeing how different people style it and then pulling different elements from each of them and throwing it all together, seeing what it looks like and tweaking what I don't like. Um, my favorite thing, which is actually one of the outfits I wore to see here now when we went a couple years ago. Um, I like to do a girly outfit with very edgy masculine elements to it. So my go-to is like a bright colored floral um, sundress with combat boots and or a leather jacket. That's like my go-to in the spring. Yeah, I love, I love the like, again, back to the confidence and everything else. Like I love throwing together those elements, like in like basically unexpected elements. And some, I saw my cousin did this for Easter, but she wore like, it's so cute when I say it, but like, I would have never thought about this, but she wore like a long, um, like a midi, like sundress, like super, super, super girly summery, like you'd wear it to the beach type of thing. And then she had like a cropped um, like sweater 
type sweatshirt, like a cream, like woven thing, but it was cropped and she wore that over it. And then she paired it with the white and black Steve Madden boots. And I was like, oh my God, this is so cute. Like, but she like winterized this very summery dress. And I was like, this is something like, I feel like that's the thing that like you do so well too. Oh yeah. That's the ultimate hack. I do that at work a lot. I have these two midi dresses that are like the pleated, like you would wear, it's like an office Christmas party and you just throw a sweater over it, crop it up and throw on a booty and you're making your otherwise spring or summer type of dress into a more fall or winter or colder season outfit. And I absolutely am loving that trend as well. Um, I feel like just the cropped sweater and shirt trend in general is super popular right now. Not like how you used to do it in like cheer practice where you would tie it with a hair tie in the back and like fold it under, but more so accentuating the waistline and your body type is I think the main reason people do it now is high-waisted jeans are so in and I hope they never leave because when people try to bring in the low-rise jeans I literally want to vomit I will never put a pair of those on my body and if I do I don't know what's going to happen to me but I I don't know um I will just absolutely never do it and so when you're wearing a high-waisted jean or a high-waisted skirt or something like that and you crop your sweater or your graphic tee It just makes your body look longer, which ultimately makes it look more lean and overall just more flattering on your body. It accentuates your waist and your hips. Um, So I do that any chance that I get, honestly. Yeah, I love the way that fashion has gone to flatter all body types. Like I, so they had, um, did you see that Abercrombie documentary? No. Okay. You need to watch it. Like, I wouldn't say it's well put together, but the story behind it is like, wow, that was us. So essentially it just goes into how like the creator was like a total like narcissist and sold, like built the company fully to attract like attractive young people. So like you had to, like, if you were ugly, you didn't get hours at the store And they would put the pictures of like the shirtless guy all over the bag. And like, they built this like fantasy. And at the end of the day, they were selling long, like that looked like they were stretched out. So ugly. And like jeans, which is nothing special, but like they were selling it as like, like a sexy, like teenage brand. And it's true. Like we went through that. And I remember like, I was laughing so hard telling CJ that about how, when the time when we went on our trip when we were super super young so don't judge me and we like saw older girls Allie and I must have been like fifth grade and I was like Allie you have to wear Abercrombie otherwise they won't think we're cool like I said that and that came out of my mouth and like so while we were watching this anyway watch the documentary but like as I was watching it I was like yeah I fell for this like that's crazy and I was in fifth grade um but I must say though they've done such a great rebranding yeah um that's all part of the documentary too is like how they got to where they are now and they're I think they're thriving again they are I mean I honestly I don't think of it as the Abercrombie that I shopped at in high school and I don't think it would be right to do that because they wouldn't sell anything close to what was trending back then now um but they have done such a great job just with their 
outerwear, their bodysuits, their jeans. I mean, the quality in all of their stuff is absolutely amazing. And that's probably outside of like random online boutiques that I find like Sabo skirt or, you know, Princess Polly is like one of the really popular ones right now or Hello Molly, things like that. Abercrombie is like my staple place. Like that's where I'm getting my bodysuits, my button downs, my jeans, my bathing suits, even like that's my go-to these days. Yeah. I, I definitely need to check out Abercrombie. I've gotten some shocking like bathing suit finds in the past few years at Hollister too, but I love that you use like the online boutiques and I feel like you always have, um, because the things like a lot of the pieces it's cool. Cause you're saying, right. Like Abercrombie is like your go-to for these staples, but I feel like also you tie in these things where I don't know that someone else would be able to like find it really easily. So it's good to have a good mix. Oh, absolutely. And I know like if I'm going for a certain look, I'm going here or I'm searching online and on Instagram until I find something similar somewhere that someone else on Instagram or wherever has tagged. And then I just go down a rabbit hole of, okay, I like the vibes of Sabo skirt. Let me Google stores like Sabo skirt. Then there's 12th tribe comes up and you just go through a string of these different boutiques that have similar vibes, but also different types of, you know, qualities of clothes. Price ranges are a little bit different. Um, so I love those little boutiques. I also like thrifting when it comes to certain items like jackets Mm -hmm. I'll always thrift for because you you really can't go wrong with a good jacket and that'll last you that's like one of the main things I feel like I thrift for but I also struggle because when I am shopping it's usually because I have particular things in mind and I know if I go to like a fast fashion store they're going to have it but I feel like you always find the gems in the rough when you go thrift shopping how do you do it (laughs) Well, that's the thing. You have to have nothing in mind and you have to go in thinking if you walk out with nothing, that's fine. Like it's, it's an experience, right? So like I, in a super corny, dramatic way is I'm going to say, it's almost like going into like an art gallery type of thing where it's like you admire the curation of like certain things and maybe you walk out with something, but like, it's just kind of fun to look at. Like I don't know. It's just, there's, it's just such a mix. Like there's such a mix of things. So like I'll go in and I make it like, I know that I'm going to spend time. So I get a coffee I make it a whole thing. My mom goes with me all the time. And like, I'll get, like, I'll throw anything that I'm even remotely curious about. And again, a lot of the things where I'm like, Oh my God, I would never wear this. And I put like, I look for more like fun I don't know, actually. Yeah. Like not really, I'm not getting basics, but there's a lot of jackets, um, any like accessories, like belts or like things like that. Um, and then jeans, I found like a lot of like designer jeans that just like, I don't know, they just feel comfy when you put them on, but I get all those things like in my car. I've actually a lot of dresses for weddings, like judge me if you must, but I love like, I can't stand like spending so much money on something that you're only going to wear once. If it's not someone I've only gone to really weddings. I don't really know a lot of people at. Um, So I'll just get like a dress 
and most of the time it has like tags on it. And I've gotten the most compliments from those things. So I just go in and I try on things with the mindset again of like, if none of it looks good, like half of it, I laugh. I'm like, oh my God, what? And then I walk out with like two to three things each time, but it's like, it's an experience. And I like appreciate the creative effort that I have to put into that so much more than going into a forever 21 and being like, oh, I'm going to get the same shirt everyone has. Well, I just went, speaking of the creative energy, I just sent you a picture too, because I want to explain this stand that I saw. And they're just so, I don't even know how I'd explain it. So I I wanted to send it to you. Yeah. So Frank and I went into the city Saturday night for his brother's birthday. And Sunday morning, we wake up, we're walking to our car and we stayed in the seaport area, which is where I also used to live. And they started this new thing where they do vendors, I guess, on Sundays in the seaport. So we saw a bunch of white tents and I'm like, okay, obviously that means there's a bunch of stuff for sale. So Frank's like, let's go check it out. So we walk over half of them were like jewelry and clothes. And the other half were like homemade candles, homemade honeys, just really cool custom things that are just typical New York, like you're not going to find it anywhere else. So this one stand in particular specialized in upcycling clothes. So for example, there is this one pair of jeans and it's a ripped pair of like mom jeans. And on the left, there's a sequined planet. It looks like Saturn on the right. There's a girl with like pink and blue hair, sunglasses, red lipstick, and a crop t-shirt with a lightning bolt. And on the back, it had like flowers, a rainbow, an eyeball and then they had like different um bomber jackets jackets from like the 80s that they completely redid and frank was like wait these clothes are so cool can you get them and then i look at the price and it's like 180 bucks for the jeans which isn't absurd for like the quality that they were but there was also nowhere for me to try them on and I'm not committing to something that price that I can't like actually try on or return if it doesn't fit. Um, But I said to him as we were walking through, I'm like, I wish I had the, you know, what's to just go up and buy a bunch of random outfits and be like, nope, I'm going to rock them. They're going to fit. And I could say I got this at literally a 10 at a, you know, random sale on the streets of the seaport but I still don't have that much spontaneity yet. Like I have to try things on before I commit to actually like buying them. Yeah. I mean, that totally makes sense. And I would say that exact sentiment of like, yeah, like I've gotten things so many times that I'm like, it's at this random, actually when we were in the city, um, the, they have a lot of vintage shops in like the Brooklyn area, I'm sure all over mm-hmm. the state. And I love that. And yeah, it was more expensive. It's like curated vintage clothing, but I love that I can say like, you know, I got it at this one place. And again, there's people that are going to compliment you or like notice it forever, but like it's part, it has like a story. I like clothing with a story. Absolutely. That's what made me like, you know, lean in towards certain stands that I saw at the market because I was like, these are definitely outfits that this person put so much time into getting the clothes, thrifting for them, putting all of their creative energy into making them something new. And I just wanted to get everything that I saw, but I was like, if I get one thing, I'm going to want to get 10 things. So I have to just window shop, appreciate their beauty and move on. 
Okay, I just thought of a um, a funny game to like end out this episode. You, you want to play it? Sure. Always down for a game. Okay. Well, I guess it's a, it's a game slash like a rapid fire type of style. So I'm going to say like a type of event and you have to tell me like on the spot what you'd wear to it. Like if it happened tomorrow. Oh, okay. Okay. One bridal shower. Bridal shower. Probably wearing a midi dress. Or a high neck flowy maxi dress, something with florals, maybe a little bit of lace. It definitely is something darker in color or more rich in color to avoid any type of like white or super light pastel that could look white in a photo. Okay. I wasn't expecting you to be so good at this game. <laughs> <laughs> Very specific. Oh my God. Okay. You've been thinking about this. All right. Next is, I'm going to throw you for this one, maybe a night out in Nashville a night out in Nashville so I'm obviously wearing my cowgirl boots depending on the occasion let's say I'm there for a specific event or a birthday I'm wearing my white rhinestone cowgirl boots maybe a leather skirt a graphic tee and like a fringe jacket love it Okay. I feel like I should have taken notes. So anyone (laughs) do that for me? Thanks. Um, Okay. Next one is a summer day in Italy. A summer day in Italy. I'm definitely wearing a very flowy sundress, something blue, something yellow, very fun in color, maybe a cute sandal. I have these studded Steve Madden sandals that kind of elevate any outfit. I'll have my hair half up, pulled back out of my face a little bit, some nice, cool cat eye sunglasses and a cute little bag. Oh my God. You are, I swear to God, I didn't plan this. Like (laughs) I, I'm like blown away because I have been thinking about my answers for all of these and I've known what I was going to say and they're just all trash. So thank God we have alleys in our life to, uh, yours are not trash. Oh my God. No, mine just simple. We're going back to the simple there. Everything would be like a oh, dress and shoes. I don't know. Um, all right. Well, clearly we have a lot of style things to look forward to. I feel like, again, like we kind of started the episode, the spring and the summer have really cool events. And just like, you know, when the weather gets warmer, you do more things outside and it lends itself to dressing up a little bit more and Hopefully we'll have some engagements and bridal things and our friends and our circles. Um, you hear so, that, Frank? You hear that, CJ? Uh-huh. Hint, hint. <laughs> oh my God. But it's definitely like an exciting time. And I, yeah, the new energy like kind of sums everything up where I feel like everyone has that, like, you know, I wouldn't say it, like, there's nothing you could show me that I'll a hundred percent say I would never wear. Like I'm open. Oh, same. You have to be open. There's a difference between not being open and just knowing what doesn't feel good on you or suit your body type in the best way that it could. And that's completely okay. Like there's certain trends that I can just never pull off just because of either my height or, you know, the, how long my torso is or certain things like that. And you just accept it and you wear what looks good. Yep. It's all about that confidence. So to wrap up another episode, we have an exciting new segment to introduce. And this segment is called that should be illegal. 
So every week we will be posting on our stories and for the most part, they'll be relating back to the episode, the general theme of the episode. And we'll be asking for things that you think are so horrible, so wretched that they should be illegal, whether it's a pop culture trend, a fashion trend, something that people do on a plane, um, anything along those lines. We want to hear from you and what your thoughts are. So this week, I'm going to read two that should be illegals that we got in on our story. And I will tell you which one I think should be illegal. And then we'll get your take too, Jess. Um, I'm excited. I already know what your answer is going to be. I feel like based on our conversation last weekend about this show. But the first one is Elizabeth Holmes' voice. Oh, yeah. And before we weigh in, the second one is pooping in your marital bed after a fight with your spouse. And if anybody's been following the widely publicized <laughs> case of, Next on this. of Johnny Depp versus Amber Turd, as he has called her, or more formally known as Amber Heard, um, they got in a fight when allegedly they were fighting and while he was out, she pooped on their bed on his side of the bed to like what? give him a jab. Yeah. So he's now calling her Amber Turd. Oh, and <laughs> life. so I feel like these are both very relevant because what is the name of the show with Elizabeth Holmes that's out that I just dropout. watched this weekend? It's the dropout. It's the, um, oh my God, why am I blanking on the word? It's, it's on Hulu. The, yeah. It's like the real, like the dramatized documentary version of the Theranos, Theranos case. So out of these two, which would you say should be illegal if you can only pick one and why? Okay, well, I feel like I have to go with number two because that's so, <laughs> so wild. Although I will openly express my feelings on Elizabeth Holmes' voice that she's such a weirdo as it is, but like, first of all, you are a female CEO, whether you earned it or not. And you're trying to represent women and all you're trying to do is be like a man and not in a way where like she was trying, like she thought she was a man or like felt that she identified that way, but she had this voice and it was like painful to watch, to listen to her talk as it was with her words that meant nothing. Like literally she got deposed in every single answer. I, they had a stat actually with how many answers or replies she had that were, um, uh, I don't recall. I actually don't recall. Um, I don't remember. Wait, that was such a good impression. <laughs> I've been practicing. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yes, literally, that's if anyone has does not know what I'm talking about, all you, need you to Google it is, is Elizabeth Holmes' voice. And you can find videos where when she was younger, she didn't speak like that. And it just changes out of nowhere. And but like it's like uncomfortable to listen to yeah she it makes me like physically uncomfortable even though I'm, I know watching her that she is a psychopath it makes me uncomfortable but I still think number two in both the literal and the number format are worse <laughs> yeah I couldn't agree more I should have picked two easier ones to compare to one another because I feel like you just there's no way that you could say someone's voice is worse than pooping in someone's bed. Um, but yeah, I, I absolutely would have to write in 
some good options for us to pick from. We need like really like it's, I mean, I think it's always gonna be a hard decision, but this is up to you all. You have to tell us what you think really, what would you make illegal? That's how it's going so That being said, um, stay tuned to our stories. So once we start posting about what the theme of the episode will be that week, we'll be reaching out all over Instagram to have you write in specifically what you think should be illegal relating to whatever our topic is for the week. We'll be reading them into the episode and then we'll both be determining which out of the two options should be illegal. So this week, I think it's safe to say that pooping in your marital bed after a fight with your spouse should be illegal. Yes. And if you disagree, we can definitely bring that conversation over to Instagram too, because I'm curious, like if we're, I don't know, just biased towards one thing or not, but Again, thank you so much for joining us on another Tuesday and or whenever you're listening to this and taking the time to just kind of take a seat in our little friendship circle. And we're really excited. Um, If you did miss the episode last week where I went on with my boyfriend, CJ, we did a whole episode, but I'm excited because Frank is going to be doing one with Allie hopefully soon and we'll be releasing that. So Stay tuned for next week's episode. And until then, you know where to find us on Instagram at the law of living well pod. Have a great week. We can't wait to talk to you again next week.